0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Straight Up Sports Talk podcast. Once again, our last, hopefully, cross your fingers, our last podcast from a remote location for at least a little while, uh, as me and Sam both, uh, Sam and I, if we want to be uh, grammatically correct, which I don't like to be. But Sam and I heading back to Ball State uh, the end of this week, and uh, we'll be recording from – Probably the comfort of our dorm rooms, if I had to guess, uh, recording our, our latest podcasts and uh, getting them out to you guys. And, and it should be a good time getting back on campus, getting back in the swing of things. Only sad part, no football, no fall sports at all. I guess Sam will just have to uh, set up a flag football Saturday Saturday afternoon flag football league over at the, the rec fields, I guess, is what we'll have to do on, on Saturdays.
1: Hey, I'm down for that. Honestly, like I, I miss playing like flag football and just doing like, I, like, did you ever do it at recess? Like play like, oh, football, yeah. like, football? like I miss oh, yeah. those
0: days. Yeah. Those, those were the days indeed. And we might, might have to resort to that and we can maybe, you know, have a little gambling table over to the side, you know, and get the red team or the blue team, the over us at the over. the NCAA. Them <laughs> <loud>. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to be out of the NCAA's, uh discretion, but yeah, the Big Ten, obviously, canceling. We talked about that last on last week's episode. Uh, but the SEC and, and uh, the Pac-12, tw- or not the Pac-12, the Big 12. The And ACC. the ACC still going on as planned. And the American Conference, I, I, I believe, um, are still going on as planned. I think, I don't know. I, I don't know. Right before I came in our room, my dad said that there's a rumor going around that the Big Ten is gonna hold a press conference at the end of this week and ch and, and backtrack on their decision. I don't know if there's any truth to that. That would be nice, but I don't know if there's any truth to that. I think I think if anything, the Big Ten was caught off guard with, you know, oh crap, the S none of none of the other power fives besides one followed suit. Like I think they're kind of surprised by that to see that and and so may might be going back on their decision i don't know but they might be
1: but the thing is if you're going to make a monumental decision like that like whether or not we respect it and grant i know you just want to play football but if you're the commissioner and you make a monumental decision you got to stick to your guns if right. if, if the uh, medical advisors told you you can't play and you truly believe that in your heart then you just can't play like as says as it is like I don't want to see it happen. You don't want to see it happen, Grant. But at the end of the day, you've you've like no matter what a hundred parents send you a letter about, you've got to stick to your guns. You have got to show who's in charge. That the parents and students aren't dictating, aren't dictating what goes on, but rather you are.
0: I agree, but also at the same time, it's not just a full on dictatorship where he's going to make a decision just because he has power i don't think that's right at all um i think if he took consideration of health professionals, sure but then why is the SEC playing why is the acc still playing why are they still playing football if health officials say that the big 10 can't play i i just there's real a lot of gray area there i think i think these people in power love to make decisions just because they can, and that that's on all levels, and I, I don't want to get too deep into this because we have a lot of more positive mm-hmm. things, I guess, to get to on this podcast, but still, I don't know. I, I think they, they could backtrack, but I don't think it's very likely. Um, I just don't see it happening. Like you said, Sam, he made the decision. He's got to kind of stick to it, and so uh, we'll most likely see that. Uh, and, we'll most likely and, see that. And like, I don't, th- I, I wasn't meaning like
1: a dictatorship, but the presidents themselves made the decision because like what the commissioner does is he reports on what the like the presidents and the, um, uh, I don't even know another position high up. But the point remains is like the presidents and one all the higher up voted. The athletic directors basically voted and told him we can't play. So it wasn't just like him making the decision. It's like. At all the like the the twelve or so people came together, voted says it wasn't safe to play based on whatever whatever numbers they have, whether it's different from the SEC or whatever ACC's numbers. But looking on what they know and the the information they have, they made that decision to cancel the season, and I think they should stick with it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know where exactly I stand. I I would love to see them play. But also, at the same time, they already made a decision. Probably not going back on that. All right. We got NBA playoff action. They're, like, one of the only leagues that uh, can figure out what the heck's going on and really do it right. I mean, when you look at the NBA bubble, I mean, just for them to do that and and make it actually work and not have to postpone any games, that's pretty incredible. And now we're into the playoffs, and it's going to be exciting basketball. We already had, you know, Orlando kind of upset the Bucks in, in their first game, I'm, I'm sure the Bucs will take care of business from there. But still, uh, we've seen some really, really good games, a lot of offense, and I think the, these playoffs are going to be really exciting to watch, Sam.
1: Oh, oh, I was muted for a second. But, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for the playoffs. From what I've seen so far from watching this game, from watching yesterday's, yesterday's game, I'm really excited. We saw the Bucs get upset by the Magic, which I'm really shocked by. I thought the Bucks were just going to sweep the Magic straight out. This is looking like some good basketball. I'm excited for it. Hopefully the Pacers, even though they did lose today, can get it done, like, with the series.
0: Yeah, and and if you listen to our podcast, you pretty much know that we are Pacers, guys. We're from the Indy area. Most of our listenership, not all, but most of our listenership is from the Indy area and our Pacers fans as well. Sam, I wanted to get, you know, the game just ended about 15 minutes ago. I wanted to get your immediate reaction from the Pacers 12 point loss, 113 to 101 uh, against the Miami Heat in game one of the Eastern uh, Conference first round matchup games.
1: I mean, I, I have mixed reactions. I, th- I think we did a good job considering our actions. If you watch the game, you know Oladipo got hurt and then did in return. We came into the game not having Jeremy Lamb and Sabonis, as everybody knows. T.J. Warren's been dealing with the plantar fasciitis injury. So it, we kept up with the Heat, which is a positive. But the negative is we just – on offense, we just didn't look that great. Like, we didn't have enough shot creators, shot makers, uh, people to create their own shots to keep up with the Heat. When you think of the Heat, you got uh, Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, who looked like a beast, Bam Autobio, Jameson Crowder, and that's just some of the scores on their team. So, it's going to be – it's looking like it may be tough if we don't have Oladipo long-term, that it's going to be tough to keep up with the Heat um, offensively.
0: Yeah, and obviously we're down uh, down Sabonis. We were down Oladipo, like you mentioned, got poked in the eye. And, and it was a little bit more than his eye. He hit his knee, you know, late first quarter. We had him for eight minutes, I think, total, uh, looking at the box score. so. um, yeah, down Old Depot, but yeah, their offense a little not as not as uh, good as it has been. You didn't see. I mean, T.J. Warren led the way with uh, Malcolm Brogdon with 22 points apiece. You still had Justin Holiday. I was impressed by the play of Jakar Sampson in his first ever playoff game. Uh, I was really impressed with him, what he did. I mean, he he put up 10 points, three rebounds, played a little bit better than Miles Turner, uh, honestly. I, d- I thought Miles Turner played uh, very below average. I think we need to see more out of him if the Pacers want to keep going further in, in in the playoffs and and pass this series.
1: Yeah, and I also I also not only on the offensive side, I want to see better pick and uh, defense because I, I I don't know whether you were watching the last five minutes, but Jimmy Butler hit basically like they hit like twelve points in a row because we. The the Miles Turner or the center didn't step up, or the person getting picked didn't step up, and it's just it's just bad defense. At the end of the day, we were super close uh, going into the fourth quarter, 80-81. and then the Heat just picked and rolled, just let them shoot three pointers, and they killed us.
0: Yeah, and and they they utilized that pick and roll well. Uh, I I thought they did. The Pacers I, we we got to be a little bit more physical down low. I think we got to attack uh the block a little bit more i know we're we aren't the best three point shooting team in the league and we we do that uh and attack the lane we we've done it pretty well i mean in in the bubble but I mean, we shot 43% from the beyond the arc tonight not terrible uh definitely definitely not terrible but i want to see more physical play attack the basket um because you know the heat down there with uh um Adebayo, He's going to be good. Uh, he's going to be really good in the future. But uh, attack him more and, and wear him down just a little bit more. I think the Pacers can do that. Use Turner. Use Sampson more to your advantage. Turner's got to pick it up a little bit and uh, always have, you know, your, your three-point shooters ready. But I think you utilize the inside game just a little bit more Get a few more easy, easier points down there, I should say.
1: I think it's gonna be hard though because when you look at the Heat, they're they may not be the tallest people, but they definitely have some length on them. When you when you look at the roster from top to top, from Andre Iguodala to uh, Jimmy Butler to Autobio to to uh, Alinic, like they've got some length inside. So when you when you only have Miles Turner who's seven foot and Jakar Sampson who's six seven, it's kind of hard to consistently go down low. Because you got Justin Holday who's a three point shooter, Doug McDermott's a three point shooter. You don't really have a whole lot of people that can go inside. So I get what you're saying. I, I agree they need to attack more. It's just gonna be a more it's just gonna be a challenge with the heat. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I agree with that. I am not saying go to it on every single possession, but just utilize it a little bit more to your advantage. I think if you can get it down low, because Turner is 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 okay on the block. I think Samson's a little bit better than Turner down low. I mean Turner likes to pop out and shoot the three. But you shoot it a little bit more to your advantage, I think you'll be all right. I mean, I watched the majority of the game. I didn't really uh, watch the last two minutes. It was kind of, uh, you know, the Pacers kind of threw in the towel there at the end and, and the Heat kind of ran away with it. But, uh, yeah, and overall, I, I give him a B on this first game. I mean, you w- Oladipo went down in the first quarter, um, which I don't really think we could use as a big excuse. I mean, we've played a majority of the season without him. But Oladipo went down in the first quarter. Um, and so I think uh I think that uh you know without him that that definitely helped. I think I, I don't think the players were, were shocked to, you know, when he went off and everything. Uh Oladipo did end up going to the hospital. Um not sure the status on him currently. We will look. Um, but he he was um, he was taken to the hospital, so we will follow that and and try to figure out what the heck's going on um, with with Old Depot. Apparently, he's getting his eye evaluated at the hospital. So, apparently, a pretty good eye poke uh, there that Old Depot took. I don't know who who was it that po- I forget who who poked him in the eye there.
1: Yeah, I, I um, forget. Maybe it was Kelly Olenek. I'm not sure. Like I, I forget honestly.
0: Yeah. So not, uh, he's going to the hospital. Um, and hopefully let's cross our fingers. He's, he's going to be ready to go for game number two, which on Thursday. I tell you what, Sam, I do enjoy, I do enjoy some afternoon Pacers basketball, turn it on at four o'clock, watch the game Thursday. They play at one o'clock, you know, get, get some lunch, going to watch the game. And, uh, it's over by 3.30. Still got the rest of my evening to do everything. I do enjoy some afternoon Pacers hoops.
1: Yeah, I do. Like like you said, you got the rest of your day to look forward to. I can watch other games. I can do what I want with it. I can do homework. I can do, considering we're going to Boston, I can do homework while we're doing this. I can do whatever. I like it more than the night just because, I don't know, I feel like 9 o'clock games until 11, 11.30 are a little bit too late. Just because, like, I love watching the NBA. I just feel like you have so much more hours to watch the game personally.
0: Yeah. yeah I don't feel like I'm uh, waiting all around all day for the game to start. It's kind of on. I, I mean, I turned it on today, did a little workout, went inside, watched the rest of it. I ate dinner, listened to the uh, rest of the game on, on the radio on my way home. It was a good – I mean, it was it was good. I, I enjoyed some some afternoon Pacers basketball. They play at 1 o'clock Thursday. Well, uh, Sam, you'll already be on campus, but uh, mm-hmm. you'll be, I'm sure you'll be watching. I'll be watching, and it'll be a good time. Uh, but, yeah, the Pacers fall in game number one. It's not not the end of the world. They got six more games, hopefully, to make up for that, and uh, maybe less of that. Maybe we'll just run the table from here. But other NBA action around the league – uh Toronto's up 1-0 Denver's up 1-0 Boston's up 1-0 the Clippers up 1-0 against Dallas those teams all play tomorrow in the afternoon slate tonight uh the Houston and the Thunder set to start here momentarily Portland and Los Angeles the Lakers play at nine o'clock tonight and uh, those are the both the first games for those series as well anybody you like in the in the in the nba right now in the playoffs i mean who's your team uh that you think is playing really really well and, and has a, a, a good chance to to uh to win the whole thing i'll, I'll let you kind of think about it and and give me one from east and west here okay
1: I'll, um i mean let me look at the playoff bracket again
0: hold up i mean it, it the the, the yeah. bubble basketball has yeah. been really good i mean Teams are looking more, you know. I, one team is it just looks like they're just yeah. absolutely running away with it. I mean, yeah. the, the, the play is really, really good. They're playing at a very highly competitive level. And maybe that's because all they do all day play basketball, eat, sleep. You know, they're in that bubble. That's all they're doing. So maybe that's what's what's helping them. But the games are, are, are a lot more competitive, I feel like, yeah. and that they are a lot closer. I'm seeing a lot more scoring, and so I think uh, I think that the play it's going to make the playoffs that much more interesting.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if there's one team I really like. Like you said, it's been competitive. Like I was watching the Nuggets Jazz back and forth battle in overtime. Um, J- Jamal Murray was hitting some incredible shots. Jokic doing his thing against Donovan Mitchell, putting up fifty points. Th- those are two teams I really like from the West. I think they could do some damage potentially against. The Clippers, because we saw the Clippers almost lose, almost slip up against the Mavericks. So that could be a potential future series to watch on the East. Again, it's it's competitive. 76ers without um, Ben Simmons were still close against the Celtics. Nets surprisingly lack of uh, talent due to injuries kept up with the Raptors. We saw the Magic beat the Bucks, and we just watched the Pacers. I uh, contend with the heat, so I don't know if there's one team I truly like coming from the East or West necessarily.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. It's hard to pick. I mean, I do like the Bucks from the East, but I mean, you look at a team like Toronto, a, a team that that was there a year ago and and won the whole thing. So you you look at a team like them, you look at a team like Boston. I really like both of those teams from the East. From the West, I like the Lakers. I I, I do. Denver is another team that, that could be there. I mean, they are a decent team and they have picked up play in the bubble, in my opinion. So it's going to be interesting to watch. And I think these playoffs, I think you're going to see a lot of seven game series here in this first round, which is always a good thing. More basketball is always good. Sam, uh, I wanted to, wanted to get to this last kind of subject that we're going to get to here. College. We we talk a lot about college football. We open the show with college football. We're gonna kind of close it with a similar conversation. Will the SEC play week number one? I mean, will they play week number one?
1: Um, I'm gonna say yes, but here I'm gonna change it up on you. I'm gonna say yes, but I think they're gonna soon realize they can't do a season. I I I think they are gonna play week one, but like we seen with like Notre Dame going to online two weeks uh, like when they just moved on to campus like North Carolina moving on to campus we're gonna see kind of the same thing but in college football if that makes sense
0: yeah um, I think you'll they'll start week one I think there will be a couple games that are that are postponed or canceled uh, but I don't, I don't know if they're gonna throw in the bag I, I think they're gonna really try to have a, a conference schedule season here I really think they do and don't I mean what is the possibility that, like Nebraska or Iowa, teams that have voiced their concerns that really want to play? What are the chances that they go find an opponent and go play them? I mean, what are the chances? I mean, I'm not saying they're going to play a full season, but what is what are the chances they play one, two, three games?
1: Uh, the commissioner came out and said, if you want to be a part of the conference, they're not playing football. So I'm going to say zero, unless they're looking to uh, move a conference and uh, move conferences. And uh, Grant, I, that kind of brought up a thing in my head. Um, There was a tweet I saw uh, at Pete Thamel said max subcommittee met Sunday night for an early discussion of spring football. They debated between six games or eight. They they debated the calendar January to March, uh, February to April or March to May. Also discussed linking with the Mountain West for postseason. No conclusions, lots
0: of questions. That's very interesting. And that was from the Big Ten, you say?
1: Uh, no, it's actually the oh. Mac. So, oh, the so Mac. they're
0: they're talking about
1: spring football. Like, I'm sorry, like that that kind of like changed the topic. Yeah,
0: I was I was so I was yeah, yeah, sorry I did that. not pay attention to the first part of that. I will be honest with you, Sam. I was over no, here you're all good. trying to you're look all good. at something, but yeah, so the, Mac trying, so the Mac trying trying to get something in there with the Mountain West to to maybe do something possibly like a, or or at least season. just or
1: just at least spring football. They discuss between six or eight games, and they're trying to figure out the calendar
0: to it. Maction in January. That would be cold. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be a very cold game. I could see that. I think I, I think the late the earliest they could start is first week of March. I don't think they could play in January. I mean you think like the teams up there western, eastern central Michigan, I mean, it gets I mean it can get cold and snow. I, I just I think they gotta wait till at least the first week of March. I think they do it'll still be cold, but I think they' gotta wait till the first week of March and, and go eight weeks from there i don't this, know
1: I it's it's like if if athletes really want to play because when you think about it, you got March till May if you want to do that, and then you've got uh August and September you're only giving athletes like two to three months, and let's say they're like they're n f o prospects you're expecting them to play college ball to from March to May only give them two months of rest and then head straight into football, like NFL, like professional football. That seems like a lot.
0: Yeah, it it does. And it is a lot. And, and if they play this spring, that's going to create problems for fall. But I mean, let me just throw this at you, Sam. I mean, we were sitting here in April thinking, okay, surely by late August, early September, we're going to have this thing figured out and we're going to play college football. Well, we did. And that was what? Three, four five Mm -hmm. months ago well we're only what five months away from january so i want to sit here and say surely they can (laughs) figure it out to start in january but honestly can they i mean it is i mean when you when you really sit back and look at it from the time we've came from an april late march to early april to now Mm -hmm. is about the same amount of time it is from now until that until january so can they actually get it figured out i don't know and most of the team's don't have indoor practice facilities. Ball mm-hmm. State doesn't have an indoor practice facility, so they're going to be out there practicing when it's cold. I know, you know, practicing the cold, playing the cold, but I, I think I would take it. I'll take it any day of the week, but, but are they actually going to be able to figure it out? I don't but, know.
1: Great. You know what I just thought of? What what What's the plan with winter sports?
0: Because that starts in what, October? Yeah, I mean – well, November 10th is supposed to be the start of men's and women's basketball. The Pac-12 has already canceled everything for the rest of the calendar year. Mm-hmm. So I I hope we can start basketball on time. I don't know. Maybe you start like January 1st at the latest, but I, I think – I don't know. They, they really haven't been talking about winter sports yet. But, yeah, like you mentioned, November tenth is a start for men's and women's basketball um, and there's a lot of a lot of games that day, so we'll see how that progresses and we're gonna be following it along as usual. Our podcasts we're gonna pick up doing a couple more episodes per week um, and uh yeah, it'll it'll be good. We'll follow it. I'm sure there'll be changes, I'm sure, all right, Sam, I guess uh. I guess you're leaving me on red there with that. Oh, uh, wait. I didn't know you <laughs> were <wanted me. laughs> No, you're good. You're good. It's the joys. This is the joys of doing a podcast via the internet is you don't know when the other person's going to shut up so you can talk, basically. Right? Am I right, Sam? Yeah. yeah.
1: I've, I've done quite a few podcasts. I like. It's tough to figure out everybody's rhythm. It really
0: yeah. is. All right, Sam. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you on Friday and uh, safe travels up to Ball State. Any final closing thoughts before we head out this evening? Uh,
1: not really. Been enjoying watching some NHL hockey of late. Been enjoying NBA playoff action. Hopefully we can not get kicked off campus by the time. Like, <laughs> like uh, let's say I'm going to ho- – like, I'll be, I'll be um, extremely happy if we don't get kicked off campus by September.
0: Let's say the over-under, five weeks. Five I'm taking weeks. the under. I don't know. I think I, I honestly don't know (laughs) what, yeah, I don't know. That's a topic for another day, a different podcast, something else. We're not going to get into it here just because I don't feel like being mad when I end this podcast. (laughs) That's just my opinion. All right, Sam, we'll see you Friday and uh, yeah, we'll be back with another episode next week. Sam, see you later. Peace. That's been Sam Thillman. My name's Grant Covey. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter. Share up Sports Talk on Twitter. And uh, find all the latest episodes there. We're tweeting them out there. Also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we're most likely there. Uh, except for iHeartRadio. That's not yet. It's in the works. We'll hopefully get that soon. But until then, my name's Grant Covey. Have a wonderful night, morning, whatever, whenever you're listening to this weekend. We thank you for tuning in and uh, we'll see you next week.